What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the United Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Carrie. What's up? Um, We decided to press on tonight. Terrence isn't here because Terrence wasn't feeling it, and I don't believe him. I almost wasn't feeling it tonight. But uh, like I said, if we can provide an hour or so of, of uh, I don't want to use, distraction is not the right word, just relief, relief, something, you know, a, ch- a chance to escape for mild entertainment a little bit. Um, that's what we're here to do. So we're gonna make the best of it. But I would implore you, um, to listen to other content this week in the network. Um, definitely listen to look forward this week. If you're not a premium member, I mean, not, I, I almost thought about asking Jay to make this pet, this week's episode available in its entirety for free. Cause I, I, I feel gross you should. I mean, like you asking should. for money. Um, you should, he'll, he'll probably do it. Yeah. We might, I don't know. I might ask him. We might do that. But if not, I mean, premium's still a good value. You should still check it out. It just feels weird asking people for money to hear our thoughts on everything going on this weekend. Feels kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely listen to Black on Black Cinema this week. I have not heard it, um, but it's already been recorded. Uh, and uh, I'm sure it will be very good given the history of uh, that show around events uh, like the protests that are going on in the country right now. Um, but yeah, I would, like I said, I would just implore you to, to not, uh, to just pay attention and care and do what you can to just to make things better for folks, whether that's elevating, uh, the voices of people who don't have as big of a voice, just listening, um, being a good ally, all these things are things that you can do. And especially if you're, if, if you're white, you, you really need to get off the fucking sidelines. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and there are ways to get off the sidelines without physically going out. I mean, obviously, the um, pandemic is still going on, and um, it may not be the safest thing for some folks um, who may have underlying conditions or who live with folks who are more vulnerable um, to actually physically go out and and be a part of a protest. Um, But, like, there are so many other ways that, that you can contribute um, whether it's just by elevating the voices of of others or donating to one of the dozens and dozens of of worthwhile causes, um, I've just basically been trying to donate my own uh, spare cash right now to the people who need it more than me because um, I can't really go out and protest right now. But yeah, um, at, at this point, you know, if if you aren't doing anything. Um, uh, you are being part of the problem. So, cool. Um, did you want to jump in, Micah? Before we move, I on don't to know the if you stuff? want me to say anything <laughs> because we are just—we're not going to have dense pixels. We're, we just won't if I start talking. So, <laughs> so let's just let's just press on. Um, I, I, you know, I, I implore you. Uh, listen to Black on Black Cinema this week. Um, it, it, it's and and you know, just share it out. Uh, and that's not just you know a cheap plug uh, for us. It's it's three thirty to forty something black men in America and their opinion on what's going on. And it's um, I. <laughs> It, it, mm, I let's just keep going. 
let's just let's just do this show. Okay. So, Carrie, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles came out for the Switch. Um, didn't you play this shit on no. the Wii U when it first released? Nope. Um, first of all, this wasn't a Wii U game. Oh, it was a Wii game. Wii That's Wii right. Game. A right. very late Wii game. Um, yeah, so Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition came out on Switch this past week. Um, I finally picked it up. Xenoblade was a game where like, it came out on Wii, and I was like, that looks like a game I would enjoy. And then I didn't pick it up. And then it came out on the new Nintendo 3DS, and I was like, I won't play that game because I heard it was really good. And I didn't get it then either. So like they finally put it out on Switch and I was like, okay, like I'm I'm playing it this time. Um uh it's good so far. I'm still very early in the game. I've only played about five hours so far. Um I'm still kind of getting used to the battle system. Um it almost feels like an MMO style battle mm-hmm. system. In so much that like you will activate a battle and then you and your party will like automatically attack. And you can do different sort of like special attacks and whatnot. Um, but yeah, um, the game looks great on Wii. plays really smooth. Um, I'm not sure what I expected these characters to sound like. I wasn't expecting everyone to be sort of like vaguely British, um, but everyone <laughs> is vaguely British. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Shulk is a compelling main character. It's a, it's a cool a cool story. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. The music's incredible. Um, I, it was something where I was like, wow, I'm like really enjoying this music. You know, I got to the Gower plane and I was like, hell yeah, this song is so good. And then I was like, who, who worked on this soundtrack? And I was like, fucking, of course it was Yoko Shimomura, who is known for many, many things, including like street fighter two and the entire kingdom Hearts series and a bunch of other RPGs. So I was like, wow, no shit, like, why couldn't I have figured this out ahead of time? But, uh, yeah, uh, Xenoblade came out at a really good time, too, because last week I finished up Persona 5 Royal. And Persona 5 Royal was spectacular. Um, all of the new content was was really good. Uh, I finished Persona 5 Royal start to finish in about 80 hours, um, which some people might think is really fucking fast. <laughs> because <laughs> a lot of people didn't even finish uh, vanilla p5 in less than 100 hours but i read very quickly and that i think contributes to a lot of that um but yeah uh the third semester content was great the new final boss was uh really interesting because it's like he he's not like a he's he's someone who you interact with over the course of the main story as well and like his motivations are really interesting and his, you know, his methods are terrible. Um, but it's like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I can see where you're coming from and I can see what point you're trying to make. You're just like, you're making it very badly. Um, all the new music for the game is really good. Uh, if you didn't play persona five and you're like confused as to which version to get, I would recommend you just get the Royal. But I had some folks ask me last week, cause I guess the, original release of persona five was on sale for like eight bucks or something Mm -hmm. so it's like if you're sort of waffling on persona and you're not really sure like if you want to drop 60 bucks on it absolutely get the the original release of persona five because i mean when that version came out everyone was like this is maybe one of the best rpgs ever made and they just like they somehow made that even better with the royal (laughs) um so yeah persona is good 
you should definitely play Persona. Um, it, it's the those various improvements and additions that the Royal made. Um, it, it made the game feel still very fresh and, and very new, even though I had played through the first game uh, almost twice all the way through because I knew Game Plus it. So, damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, PlayStation Plus uh, formally announced their free games. We talked about Call of Duty World War II, which actually dropped for free on the service last week. Um, but now you can get that and Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, for the entire month of June. Um, Battlefront 2 might be a pretty good pickup considering all the stuff they added to that game for free um, over time. So maybe if you didn't check it out when it first came out because it was a fucking shit show when it first released um it might be a good time to get now because you can get a whole lot of game for free 99 basically um there's a few other games coming out this week nothing huge um liberated comes out on the switch uh little town here comes out on ps4 uh we talked last week about valorant uh officially releasing on pc uh awesome p2 comes to ps4 xbox one and switch pro cycling manager 2020 <laughs> <laughs> Comes to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Now look, not 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 to not to borrow a phrase from a uh, from Micah. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I get that Football Manager is a widely popular game worldwide, much more so in Europe than in the U.S. Obviously, and in Asian countries and stuff like that. Um. But there, there's a reason that Football Manager is very popular because soccer has a lot of levers to pull and a lot of things to, to manage. Like I'd imagine if they made a baseball equivalent of Football Manager, that would probably be pretty popular over here in the U.S. Or if they made a Football Manager in the U.S., that might be – that could be popular. I don't know who Pro Cycling Manager 2020 is for. Hey. I thought he was gonna come back, but hey, I'm uh, back now. So all right. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> my my internet connection is unstable. This happens once an episode. It seems like we're waiting with bated breath. <laughs> like if this happened to baseball. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> but like like so, I what what I said when when I disappeared from your guys's thing is that if, if they came out like a baseball manager version, they would be popular over here, or a football manager. Uh, in the right. U.S., an it would NFL be manager. right. NFL manager. Yeah. Who is this game for? Who is Pro Cycling Manager 2024? I don't know. I only put it on this list because, like, I thought it sounded completely absurd. Well, that that, that I mean that it does meet the qualification to make Here, it on the, the Dense Pixels release list. Then, so <laughs> it launched in 2001. Yeah, well, yeah, and that was my that was my next question. Why is it 2020? Like, have they been making this game for years and nobody's yeah. just cared? Yes. Man. And and to go to the next game on the list, Tour de France 2020 comes out on the PS4 and Xbox One. Wouldn't you just want to do the cycling? I guess. Like I said. No, I want to I wanna pick who the sponsor's going to be. What? Like I said, ra- race your legs, inject Riveting. your steroids, do, do, do the thing. <laughs> do the thing for, for Tour de France 2020. And then The Outer Worlds finally comes uh, to the Nintendo Switch. I liked Outer Worlds a lot on PC. Um, so if you if you have a Switch and you you didn't play it last year, 
yeah, consider consider that a pickup. That, that, that game's a lot of fun. Uh, I concur, although I haven't finished the game. I should probably go back and finish it. And you probably should. Um, I will do that. Or I can just go to YouTube and look at the story from there. And while I'm on the internet, YouTube specifically, I can go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. Uh, when you go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe, you get to see our lovely faces. Uh, you get to see Brad in his uh, uh, pink shirt mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Funko Pops in the background. You get to see Carrie and uh, the the uh, blue glasses, the powder blue glasses, uh, not just regular blue, powder blue. And I said regular like a Baltimorean. <laughs> Um, and you get to see my very, very washed out face because much like a white director of photography, I don't know how to shoot black skin. So (laughs) (laughs) go to, go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe and hit that bell notification icon to get all that, whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can subscribe to all of the TMP Studios podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerdpocalypse, uh, the flagship show, the one that started it all. Black on Black Cinema. Um, yeah, as you were saying earlier, we recorded an episode of Black on Black Cinema. It was supposed to be about a movie uh, called John Henry starring Tyrese, uh, not Tyrese. Um, Terry Crews. What's that? Terry Crews oh. and Ludacris. Um it was a movie that is so bad that we decided, you know what? We're not going to do it. Like, there are way too many more important things and to that, talk about. And right that's now. shocking because both Terry Crews and Ludacris seem like they'd be above such a film. You would think so, but um, apparently not. Oh, this and movie came out this year. Yeah. Yeah, and I heard it was really bad. So I was like, "Oh, like, we should do. We should rip oh, into a bad movie." Oh, it it nah. has a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I didn't know that when I suggested it. Oh. <laughs> that means literally nobody liked it. That oh, wow. uh, that went to that aggregator. But we talk about uh, all the stuff that's going on right now, and um, you know, it just it's I, I won't even say it's cathartic because like. Nothing's changed. You know what? You can listen to Coming Distractions, uh, our contemporary movie review show uh, that will be back whenever uh, 2020 stops acting like a fucking bitch. Like, for real. Um, Whenever movies come back. And and you can get the weekly preview episode of uh, Look Forward, which is about an hour. Um, But if you go to densepixels.com slash premium and give us uh, donate five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year uh you will get access to the premium slate of shows including the airing of grievances our uh, seinfeld podcast no time to bleed uh a new no time to bleed is in the can for june uh and it will be released sometime in june uh it's a legendary movie that everyone in the world has seen except for me uh the men with the golden tongues uh will be back very soon i just i've been uh very busy with my schedule but me, it's, me, it's me, me too honestly like like we haven't yeah. thought about it because we've both been busy as fuck so <laughs> yeah. so but it will come back uh this month uh don't you worry 
uh, Upstage Conversation, Carrie's uh, musical re- movie review show. Uh, do you have a, a new yes. film that you've we chosen? It's dropping this just, week, I think. Uh, Brad and I just recorded the, the latest episode the other day, so that should be uh, hitting the feed pretty soon. Uh, we Excellent. discussed Bye Bye Birdie, so much older than the other films that we had discussed on the show so far. Excellent. Yeah. And uh and you get the the full unfiltered uncut uh episode of Look Forward. Now look. Uh you get the first hour for free, right? Like they to kind of tease you. But you're going to want to listen to that second hour. And this this past episode was very very good. Uh Jay and Andy had on Brad um and the three of them just kind of talked about all of the happenings before all of the new happenings because 2020 is just throwing so much nonsense at us that it's very difficult to keep up. Uh, But if you want to hear what Brad has to say about a certain situation that white people have it harder than black people about... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in the, in you're the, gonna have to in the, in the in the trump era specifically uh yeah 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 brad said you know what white people have it much harder than black people regarding blank i mean if that's not a tease <laughs> i don't know what is <laughs> but uh you're gonna have to uh you're gonna have to listen to the full episode um but yeah thank you for uh listening and subscribing and and um you know, we hope to, we hope to kind of, like you said earlier, give a, a little bit of levity in in all of this, uh, in all of these crazy times right now. Because look, we're all exhausted. So. Yeah, you can see it on my face. I'm just done. <laughs> so uh, this first news story uh, is not my. Not my <laughs> Ballywick, uh, or nope. Ballywick, as, uh, it as is mine. people are prone to saying. Fire away, uh, Carrie. Yeah, so first up in, in our news this week, uh, announced this morning, uh, the Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC pack, the Isle of Armor, will be arriving in just a couple short weeks on June 17th. Uh, so this is bringing a wealth of, of new monsters, uh, some brand new monsters, as well as some new uh, variants and older ones. We got our first look at Galarian Slowbro in this trailer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we, we got a new trailer um, highlighting that, and then we got a little more information on the uh, second DLC pack called the Crown Tundra that will be arriving sometime in the fall. Um, but yeah, a Pokemon DLC that some people are just so fucking upset about. How dare they release DLC? Why are people mad? Because Pokemon fans are the most entitled shitheads on earth. Oh. Um, <laughs> when are, I, I, I'm also so here's what another thing I'm concerned about. Um, do Pokemon fans realize that it's probably not going to be in every other year for a new generation? cycle here on, yeah, the, on mean, the new hardware that's like that's what this is yeah. it's like 
this is the content that they would have otherwise just saved for like the enhanced release or the third game in the series. Like this is the content that you would have, you know, expected to see in, you know, Pokemon Gun or whatever the third was going to be. Um Pokemon Polearm coming coming yeah, soon to, to a Switch near um, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so I, I feel like it, you know it's it's almost not even worth mentioning. But you know, if you are somehow unfamiliar with how the Pokemon release schedule has been since ever, um, they release a game and then you know a year year and a half later they release like another version of that game. Um, that has additional content that wasn't in the first release. So rather than charge full price and they charge full price for that. Yes. So now rather than doing that sword and shield are existing in the 21st century and, uh, have just decided to go with two big hefty DLC packs that both add like new wild areas, new characters and new rivals and new challenges and new Pokemon and like, all of the extra stuff, the, like the extra post-game content that you would have expected to find in like Black and White Two or Ultra Ultra Sun Ultra Moon, that that sort of shit. So I'm not really entirely sure why people complained about this. There was a lot of oh, well, this should have been the base game, and I'm just like, you know, shut the fuck up. And and again, oh, well, well, then you wouldn't have gotten the base game until when the second until now, DLC. Right. right? What the fuck? Yo, all right, yo. all right. And and all and right. like and like Micah said, like this is coming from people who have happily bought the same game twice, essentially, mm-hmm. and then bought it again a <laughs> a year later. Yeah, every time without fail, with a smile on their face. So, <laughs> yeah. look, I I enjoyed the heck out of Sword and Shield. Um. I uh, I like a lot of those characters. I'm excited to spend some more time with those characters in the DLC packs. I haven't played a lot of Sword and Shield um, since sort of like finishing the main game because I'm not a competitive Pokemon person. Um, you know, I I love the hell out of Pokemon. I have three Pokemon tattoos, but like I'm I'm not I'm not about to you know grind up a competitive team or anything like that. I, that's not something I've really ever enjoyed. But um, yeah, I mean, hey, new new big story DLC. Sign me the fuck up. So, uh, Street Fighter, Capcom, they've announced that uh, Street Fighter Five is going to get one last season of content, a fifth season of Street of, Fighter content, of, of V season, a V season of Street Fighter content, and there's going to be V more characters added <laughs> to the roster Shut in this in up. this news. I'm not I'm not kidding. This is in the release. This is in the press release. <laughs> Oh, they're also put- in the press release. I hate that. <laughs> they're they're also putting out three more stages. Which look, if you're if you're gonna go with the bit, see it through to the end. Yeah, thank you. You got you got you got to put out v more stages. Right, you got to put out v more stages. Um, so that's all I they guess said. Three rhymes with v, but no, I, it's that unacceptable. You got to put out. <laughs> well, two then more. if you're gonna like be consistent and just continue with the Roman numerals, like what is yeah. it? Are you going to do Roman numerals for your numbers in this sentence? Or are you going to have be consistent with the five and the V thing? Look, I don't know why anyone expects any sort of consistency out of Capcom. (laughs) 
do you uh so there's a rumor as to what the uh the five characters are mm-hmm. would you like to know the the five characters sure that are rumored rumored this is not fat look at all these rumors rumor okay uh elena from uh street fighter three mm-hmm. and four uh rose from originally from what alpha that that, that one makes a lot of sense honestly yeah. so uh crimson viper uh, that you which, know what honestly that that's the biggest layup of them all. There's no way that she won't right. be one of the characters, <laughs> right? Uh, Oro from Street Fighter Three. Uh, he's never been in any other game other than Street Fighter Three. So there's a reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> and Rolento. Rolento was an Ultra Four. I, I could see that. Uh, but I, I mean, uh, you you want to wreck a character? I would much rather have everyone's favorite Bruce Lee clone. Than uh, Valento again. I don't know. I just don't have the affinity for Valento, another final fight character, mm. than uh, than um, that I do for you know. How many uh, how many brand new characters do you think there's going to be? Uh, if, if any, I don't think there will be any brand new characters. Okay, I, I, I really one. don't. You think one? They they've added quite a few in over the course of Street Fighter Five, so. Yeah, they have, and I can't imagine that. Um, I can't imagine that uh, they would introduce a new character so late into well, the game. Well, me, me, right. me, me saying that was actually more of an endorsement of your point, Mike, and the fact they have already released a ton of new characters. So, yeah, as, so as it dwindles out, it's uh, if it is this lineup, um, I'm fine with it. People are people are real mad because Makoto is not in that in that rumored list, even though Makoto is the highest ranked character in the popularity poll. Mm-hmm. But um, I is don't Makoto know. somehow not in Street Fighter Five? She's not. Oh, that's remarkable. I, I guess I would have assumed that she would have been in there. She's super popular, but um, you know, I'm, I'm hearing things from professional fighting game, you know, followers and they're like, well, it makes sense to not have such an incredibly popular character be introduced in the last expansion of the last Street Fighter of this generation of video game consoles. It would be more prudent to have such a fan favorite character be come right out of the gate in a possible Street Fighter Six. And I can see that point. That yeah. makes that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, On the other hand. And like, why not have her be like the fucking grand finale for five? Yeah, well, I mean, I can see that. You know, it's it's just the the, but, the exclamation point at the end of uh, at the end of this game's life cycle. Yeah, maybe that's what Crimson Viper is for people. I don't know. Crimson Viper is a very popular character, but um, but not as popular as like Makoto. Like I know a ton of people would rather see Makoto than Elena. Yeah. Or Oro for that matter. I you know. <laughs> Oro. Um but yeah. Those are the rumors. Uh look, I don't know. I haven't played Street Fighter in a while. Um I have played it, you know, since they introduced the the second V skills. And they really like that game has really come a long way from what it was to what it is now and i'm not going to do the whole you know oh they should have did all this in the first place like nah man like i i'm we're here now right Mm -hmm. and yeah it's 
it's actually a really, really good game with, you know, terrible netcode. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, Street Fighter is, is getting a new, getting one last update. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to believe the game's been out for over four years at this point. Yeah. So. Very cool. Um, also pretty cool. So some video game preservationists um, have found a, and then find it, they were given it, um, an unreleased game across like floppy disk. Uh, Days of Thunder, based on the movie of the same name, starring uh, one Tomathan Cruz uh, back when he was <laughs> a young man, um, yet still looked the same as he does now. So this game was developed, but it never came out on the NES. Um, and when the person, uh, who developed it, uh, passed away, the video game history foundation acquired, um, a bunch of the materials that he had between different floppy disks and old PCs, that kind of stuff, his family donated it to them. And one of the floppy disks had, was labeled Nintendo hot rad taxi final. And apparently Within the materials that they were given, Days of Thunder was somewhere in there, and they had to literally split it out across the series, split and encrypted in it within a series of forty different floppy disks. Yeah, which is nuts. And then they had to digitize the data, and then they had to work to assemble the game together once they had everything partitioned out. Now they're gonna so they're gonna publish the the source code for the game on GitHub. Um, they have the uh, permission of the family of this uh, of this developer uh, to do so, and they'll be able to kind of people will be able to see what they did, which is interesting. And the reason why this news is interesting beyond just this Days of Thunder game, which I'm sure is probably not even that good, <laughs> you know, to be quite frank, is that publishers have a new way possibly that they could bring forward games from the past. Like being able to follow these examples because the whole point of putting the source code is that people can, you know, duplicate what you did, reverse engineer it, that kind of stuff. So that this might work with other games uh, in the future. Yeah. Um, I think the Video Game History Foundation, um, I follow some of their work. They, uh, they, they do some really, really good, really interesting work in terms of preserving games um, and just like making sure that this, this old code is, is still available um to to access or or to play um you know all these all these decades uh also worth noting in this story is you have a handful of retro game enthusiasts who are not not affiliated with the the history foundation um they're on their own they are publishing a small print run of days of thunder on a playable nes cartridge with proceeds from the sale of those to go to the developer's uh wife uh, because the the developer, you know, he he died fairly young. Um, he died in 2012, and uh, his wife is still working full time in a hospital, no less, at 65 years old. So they are hoping to make her life a little easier with with the sale of these Days of Thunder cartridges, which I think is a cool thing to do. Uh, moving on, to, oh, sorry. Uh, you ever been to uh, King's Dominion? Wait, uh, I, I've been to King's Dominion, years, but it's but yes. not it's not King's Dominion anymore, Micah. I regret to is inform it not? you. Is it not? Oh no! Oh, is it not? Oh no! No, it's it's, it's it's they it's it's now um, 
who the hell bought it? So it it's not it's not King's Dominion anymore. Um, it was bought That's by the Hawaii same people. Still says it's King's well, but it's not King's Dominion. Like like it, it was bought out by the same folks that own like Cedar Point in Ohio. So the the, uh, Han, the Hanna Barbera and Paramount parts of it are gone. Uh, it's owned by Cedar Fair. There you go. Um, and replaced yeah. with like Snoopy and. And other things like that. I, I I went after it happened, and it was it was not the same. It was not the same. Well, I haven't been there since I was a wee lad. <laughs> Back in my day, uh, when it was called King's Dominion, uh, uh, there was a uh, the thing that they had called Action Theater, and you went in, and it was the Days of Thunder ride. Mm. And you would get in and they would have this like little mini like days of this days of thunder scene. And then you would just be in these chairs that like were automated. Right. And it just it just like the things would give you whiplash, man. Like as soon as you <laughs> sat in and then they hit the gas, you just like 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 YouTube, some of the commercials for it. You'll see these people fucking flopping around and shit. It's actually really fun, man. And uh, I. I. I can't imagine that I will get the same sensation speed <laughs> from this. Anyways. That was my uh, that was my second favorite ride at Old King's Dominion. Uh, the first, of course, being the Outer Limits Flight of Fear, which was the Flight best. Of Fear is a good good coaster. Yeah, Ooh, very good coaster. Yeah, uh, my, uh, my chicken shit ass did not get on a roller coaster until I. Well, how old are you, Carrie? I'm thirty. You're 30. Uh, I didn't get on a roller coaster until I was in my late 20s. Because I was, I was, I, when I was, when I was, puss? when I was, yeah. yeah <laughs> much, and then it was like the Rebel Yell, but it was uh, like yeah. the forward version of the Rebel mm-hmm. Yell. <laughs> Look, here's here's the thing, man. Like, I I can't I can't do I can't do backwards facing coasters. Um, that gives me motion sickness very quickly. Um, but uh, no, King's Dominion. I have e- e- easy. My favorite, my favorite ride in that park. Fucking volcano. Oh, volcano is pretty good. Yeah, volcano is pretty good as yeah. far as especially as far as like suspended uh suspended coasters go. Oh, volcano! Vol- they got rid of volcano. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like everything, it's it's it's, it's it sucks now. It's awful. <laughs> this, what what is this bullshit? They I don't know. Par- Par- Paramount got out of the game. They're just like we're not we're not in the amusement park industry anymore. This is some remarkable bullshit. Like I said, Hershey Hershey <laughs> Park's the way to go now. I haven't been to Hershey since my senior year of high school. Yeah, it's either. been a little while for me too. I haven't been since I accidentally burned my sister with a seatbelt because <laughs> the seatbelt was sitting in the sun and the sun hit the thing and the, the metal had touched her skin. <laughs> yeah, and she was a baby, so that was like thirty years. So lastly, in the news, uh, a couple high-profile uh, postponements uh, given current events as they are right now. Uh, EA has postponed the Madden 21 reveal um, following the protests this weekend. And uh, more notably, PlayStation has postponed uh, the PS5 reveal that was scheduled for Thursday of this week. Uh, the quote from PlayStation is, we have decided to postpone the PlayStation event scheduled for June 4th. While we understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PS5 games, we do not feel that right now is a time for celebration. And for now, we want to stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. 
Um, a lot of people lost their shit over this, which is just, just calm down. Like, like I, I get I'm being, I know, I, I, I get being disappointed, and and even like my knee jerk reaction too was, you know, that stinks, and it might have been a welcome, you know, a welcome respite for you know just just for even a little bit of time, um, to get to experience that. But they're also not wrong, and it's it's good to see. Um, I understand a lot of folks out there are really cynical, um, about the bevy of corporations, uh, that are being much more woke this time around than, you know, five, being six woke years ago. Saying nothing. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> talking loud and saying nothing, man. Like, I just, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, you know, it's better. Whatever. It's better than what we had before. Put it that way. I guess. That and they, that and they're hiring much more uh, snarky social media folks that don't mind clapping back at people in the comment section. Yeah, because what you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna tune in to whenever they decide to air this is what you're gonna do. Right. Like so, I, yeah, I want comp- I want companies to. That'll prove to me to, that you're to call out this. the bullshit. Yeah, man. And like you see think, those. Oh, well, I'm gonna buy an Xbox now. All right, fuck you. Right. Fuck you then, bitch. <laughs> see you see, see, uh, uh, when we drop uh, The Last of Us 3 or whatever. Like, right. back. <laughs> hey, what about your punk ass? So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's good, uh, relatively speaking. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I can't I can't I can't fucking think. Uh go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon, you not for all of your Amazon purchases, you will not only be helping yourself and uh the massive corporation that is Amazon <laughs> that I don't think blacked out their Facebook profile picture today. Mm-hmm. Um but you will be helping us out by giving us uh, a, a little bit of a finder's fee at no extra cost to you. Uh, I don't really have anything to uh, to look at on Amazon. Uh, That's okay for for the ad read. So um, I yeah. just ordered this new mic stand from Amazon. So yeah, I actually have used... like a what the the same kind of nice floating mic situation that you guys have had for so long i finally (laughs) finally set that up instead of having like a fucking tripod on my keyboard (laughs) (laughs) i still got a tripod here if uh in case my wife ever wants to now the tri the tripod only works at the tnp action desk (laughs) anymore because i think it's humongous everything else you got to have the you got the boom arm yeah um our only big story this week, this is an interesting one to me. Uh, apparently, like, the top players in Fortnite and Apex Legends are colluding with one another to keep themselves at the top. Yo, what? Yes. So, So basically, what's going on is... When so like top so the obviously like games like this use skill based matchmaking like the higher ranked you are when you're playing in ranked matches you're going to be paired with people that are on your skill level and so what these guys are doing is because they all fucking know each other because that's kind of how you know the top tier of communities like this are 
Um, I mean, competitive gaming in in all all respects is they're all pretty tight knit communities of people, right? Um, no, but they so but essentially what they're doing is they're making sure that they're taking out all the all the rabble down below them first until they get to like you know the 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 end stages of the match when they can then face off against one another. Um, and and so they're it, like they're like the four Street Fighter bosses. Mm-hmm. Where everyone is just like, okay, I'm I'm dictator and you're Sagat and you're Claw and you're Boxer and and that's it. And Micah, Micah, do you know what they are? They are they are the tag team that gets like like the broken apart tag team that get reunited during the Royal Rumble match who attempt to work together to get rid of everybody else. Until they're the last two standing, and then they will fight each other. That's the perfect. Amount. That's essentially what's going on. Is instead <laughs> so so instead of instead of fighting a team like an Apex, for example, instead of fighting against other independent teams of three, you're essentially fighting against a six man team that just happens to be comprised of like the best players in the world, essentially. Mm-hmm. And and that's what they do. Um, it's happening in Fortnite as well. We've seen similar things in FIFA. A big controversy. Uh, that was reported last year in FIFA, where people were, you know, ducking losses to against each other to ensure they remained high in like the the weekly football league standings, which is the big FIFA competition that happens every single week. And and the reason why is because these games like this use a system that have a fixed number of of positions in the top tier. So like in Apex, for example, there's only 500 people that can at any given time have the top ranking. So instead of playing the game as it's intended to be played uh they 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 instead are kind of instituting and here we go again with this we saw it with fallout and we we see it now here a essentially class system where they're ensuring that they remain uh in the upper crust of the fortnite echelon and are ensuring that the people that are below them uh have a very difficult time pulling themselves up by their bootstraps let's say and rising up uh to the top tiers of fortnite Gaming, they're they're basically they're basically Apex Legend Republicans, guys. That's a sen- that's essentially I mean, what they are. It's not wrong. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, but you know what they're doing? They're they're fixing the system. They're fixing the system in their favor so that they can keep their spots. Um, and you know, presumably continue to get you know various sponsorship deals and and whatnot um, again again while they're in those positions like, this so. is how this is how i know nothing is going to change <laughs> something that literally means nothing right and human nature is to do whatever you gotta do to keep your spot up there and fuck real competition mm-hmm. like you gotta get- you gotta collude and 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 do all this fucking bullshit. That, like that's why shit ain't gonna change because it's human nature. It's it's becoming a weekly theme. But while you may want to ignore podcasts or politics in your video games, no, you politics and video There's games no will thing. not ignore you. you. You cannot do it. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> so yeah. So like I said, if 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 you are a kind of like near the top player in these games. Your your hill to climb to get to that last mountain is much more difficult than God. than it than it should be in theory. Um, a fucking metaphor for life. It's man. you God know what. Damn. 
And the, and these are the same fo- and and it's 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 silly. And again, like you said, Mike, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, it does. There's a lot of money that these games hand out in tournaments and prizes, prizes and stuff like that. But <laughs> wow, yo, very very I, I, interesting. I, I, I don't have the energy, man. Uh, maybe I don't. Maybe maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe that's why I'm sitting here with fucking uh, toys in the background and shit because I don't have that kind of fucking drive to to want to stomp on people. I only have that when I'm playing an RPG. <laughs> like I want to get so, and even then I gotta earn it. And, right. and we're not saying that they didn't earn it, but I don't have to. I don't have to cheat to stay at the top. You know what I mean? Right. God damn. So we move to the post office uh we'll start with romarius who asks what are some of your favorite arcade games uh one of his is time crisis 2 yeah i like time crisis who doesn't like fucking time crisis yeah i like games where you shoot people (laughs) i mean put 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 a couple beers in you and you know work with one of your pals and you just you know stomp on that pedal and that's a good time uh I've always been partial to um the uh the X-Men beat 'em up arcade game uh, the six person X-Men game mm-hmm. that's good obviously I used to uh I used to play the Simpsons version Oh yeah yeah that's very I, good. I enjoyed the Simpsons version also That's very good um I fucking love Crazy Taxi I fucking oh. love Crazy Taxi man that's one of my favorites uh, and super recently, um, if, I guess Groove Coaster, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like rhythm games. Uh, Groove Coaster is pretty fun. So I like uh, arcade games that have like a bunch of nonsense attached to them, like motorcycle games and racing games and um, and shooting games where you have to physically pick up a light gun and mm. and shoot people. The, 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 the schlock that you see at like Dave and Buster's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, because now like the, the fighting games and stuff, like you can, you can get that stuff at home, right? But Sorry, arguably, things, arguably better. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, right. Exactly. And, but those things you have to be there to, it's a, it's a very unique experience. You get like the big stupid plastic gun, like, right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Or you sit in the big oversized stupid vehicle. Yeah. Like yeah. the 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 more I guess immersive experience of of a dumb arcade game. Uh it's it's fun. Arcades yeah. are fun. Yeah. Uh NBA Jam is my all timer. Um That's fair. Even though even though you know I had an SNES, the arcade version is vastly superior. Um and uh they're coming out with that one-up arcade cabinet for NBA Jam, and I'm oh, shit. highly considering really? buying it. <laughs> and that is a that's a I scary was, thought. I was thinking I might get the Turtles one, but if they're coming out with a with an NBA Jam, you know I've got space in my. Baby. It's got the first three versions. It's got it's got TE. It's got the the OG, and it's got a uh, Hang Time oh, on there. Arguably the best version that people stopped caring about because it wasn't called NBA Jam. Um. That that to me is the all timer. Um, I also enjoy the Konami uh, beat 'em ups, the TMNT games, um, Simpsons. I like Simpsons a lot as a kid. I played it as an adult. It doesn't hold up nearly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got really poor hit detection, 
And it's and it's weird because it came out like right at the end of season one. So there's a lot of weird shit in the Simpsons arcade game that's not in the Simpsons huh. at all. And, and and Smithers is black, which is weird because that's what he was in the first season, or at least he was uh, his character <laughs> was 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 brown skinned in oh, season yeah. one. Baxter Stockman, his ass. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange. Um, but yeah, those 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 are those are my uh, those are my top picks. For sure. Um, let's see. Uh, Malcolm asks, what are your favorite video game songs in your playlist? He says, Lavender Town still slaps. Um, I uh, frequently listen to the Street Fighter 3 soundtracks, all of them, uh, with Third Strike being the best and, and Second Impact uh, a close second. No, no pun intended with all of those. But I, yeah, I will just rock that shit in my car, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, uh, I was recently listening, I had to go to, uh, my job and, uh, I was outside walking cause part of my job is designed, but I have to go out and physically be out there to see what's out there. Uh, so that I'm not just designing willy nilly. Right. And I was, um, listening to jet set radio future. That's a good uh, one. Which is, is, is very, very good. So those those are uh, in heavy rotation with a few of uh, the new Streets of Rage tracks um, in uh, starting to creep up. A few of them, like yeah, yeah. Terrence was right. Like that music. I've I've listened to the old music mm-hmm. also. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's always really been good. good. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Yeah, a lot of a lot of beat 'em ups have have historically had really good soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, as I've mentioned on the show, I, I do play in a video game orchestra. Um, so I spend a lot of time listening to, to video game music and, and playing video game music. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, these are my favorites. Cause like everything is, everything is good. Everything, all video game music is good. Um, <laughs> except one winged angel, which I'm kind of sick of at this point. <laughs> it's um, good. It's just, again, it's, it's good. Just, it's, 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 it's the, it's, it's the final fantasy seven of final fantasy songs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, the other thing I've been doing recently, especially as long as I got a new job and I can afford to buy all this dumb shit now. Um, I've been buying a lot of video game soundtracks on vinyl. Mm. Um, and I have a lot of interesting soundtracks on vinyl. I have the Pokemon Snap soundtrack on vinyl. Um, I got Sonic CD, which is great. I got Sonic 3, which is super good. Um, the art for that release is spectacular because they made it look like the cover of Michael Jackson's Thriller. Except <laughs> 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 so it's Sonic. Uh, yeah, God. That, that's, been, that's been one I've been listening to quite a bit. Uh, I've got the Katamari soundtrack. Stardew Valley, I have a fucking four LP set of that. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of good video game soundtracks on vinyl. Mm-hmm. Um, look, uh, obviously, fucking Golden Sun, I listen to quite a bit. Um, there have been some folks out there who have done tributes uh, to the Golden Sun soundtrack with like new arrangements of those songs, which is very, very cool. If you're interested in that, I would recommend looking up Golden Sun Legends. You can find that on YouTube. Um, I like that a lot uh, as far as a reorchestration. Motoi Sakuraba's music is is incredible. He does so much stuff in RPGs that it's very heavily 
like prog rock influence with these like wailing guitar solos and like weird time signatures and i'm super about that because it's dumb and unnecessary but it sounds really cool um but then like he also did like the souls games so Mm -hmm. uh he's he's got just an incredible incredible talent as far as composing for games is concerned uh and fucking the persona soundtrack all of the persona games have great soundtracks oh yeah the persona five The Persona 5 soundtrack is incredible. The new tracks that they did for Persona 5 Royal, I love the new battle theme, TakeOver. That's really fun. Um, The new end boss theme, like the final boss theme, is is really good. But there's one new track in there called I Believe, um, and it's played in the run-up to the final boss. Like, you don't even... It's it's got vocals. It's it's almost a sequel to the song Life Will Change. Um, it's so, so, so good. I've been listening to like that track specifically uh, a lot. Um, but like the other Persona soundtracks are great too. I Like the Persona 3 soundtrack is, is some of my favorite tunes in the franchise. Um, so that was a lot for me on video games. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so I deal with this stuff a lot. You so. do. So for me, um, the classic stuff is typically the best. Uh, I definitely love listening to the various Mega Man soundtracks are very good. Um, Castlevania's always had re- stupidly yes. good music. Um, almost anything that Uematsu's done is is right up there. Um, the best RPG soundtrack of all time, and at least from what I've listened to, uh, is Chrono Trigger. That's that's one you can definitely fuck with. And if you can get orchestral yeah. remixes of those songs, they're pretty fucking good. Just saying, you should probably check that shit out. And as far as more contemporary stuff, um, a lot of a lot more of like the sci-fi futuristic games have really excellent scores if you're into that style of music. So I'm talking about Mass Effect. I'm talking about Deus Ex, um, things Halo of that has nature. An incredible soundtrack. Halo does. I've never played the Halo games, but I've always heard the score is is very good. But it's 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 much more like epic battle. Rather it's, than it's sort of grandiose, yeah, uh, for what you would otherwise expect from a first-person shooter, but um, right, rather rather than like in you know the Deus Ex and and Mass Effect games have you know a lot of like synths and stuff like that. So if you're into that sort of stuff, then then yeah. those are Halo, good. Halo for that. theme does have melody though, like mm-hmm. yeah. not a lot of things have melody anymore. You know what I mean? Like, At least not in first-person shooters. No, um, yeah, they tend, they tend not to lean into that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The Witcher. The Witcher 3 has an incredible soundtrack. Um, I could have like a whole hour and a half podcast just talking about video game music, so we should probably <laughs> maybe 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 a future uh, uh, premium episode one day. Hell talk yeah. about video game music. We can talk about the difficulties in arranging a song that was written for the fucking Sega Genesis that had like a maybe like a 16 track sound card or something like that mm-hmm. and trying to arrange that for a 50 piece orchestra <laughs> uh anthony says i listen to dense pixels regularly for years without actually playing many games which i hope rings complimentary to the host it does thank you uh, i can pick up by context a lot of the gaming jargon you guys use but i have no idea what a bullet hell game actually is uh, i could look it up but i'll never play a type of game uh just based on how you guys have talked about it before me neither. It's not really my jam. Are there other terms that you use beyond first-person shooter, uh, or I guess that kind of encompasses uh, uh, like entry-level jargon, I guess you can say? 
uh, that can need explanation or that you've had to explain during your GameStop days uh, to parents? Um, fighting games, if you don't like follow fighting games, there are, it's, it's like another language. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like some things you can, some things you can get like super armor, right? Like that's kind of self-explanatory, but you don't know what, People don't know what 50-50 is. People don't know what happy birthday is. People don't like, you know, poking, canceling. poking and, you know, right. foot, footsies and, and, and things of that nature are not right. really. Um, like it's, it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole language that like, I'm looking up a bunch of terms. They have a, a Wikipedia of just a <laughs> ton of terms. Well, that, and that's not even That's not even exclusive to fighting games. Like there, there's any, any game that you waltz into an established community. I'll, I'll, I remember when I first started playing um, Call of Duty online, there was a lot of terms being thrown out and a lot of jargon being thrown out that I felt too, uh, I didn't want to look like an idiot, so I didn't ask uh, what that stuff meant. But you pick it up through context clues. Destiny is very much the same way. Like if you play a lot of Destiny um, online, there's just a lot of terms that Destiny players um use and, and it's it's hard to even think about because you just you, like once you learn the the lexicon you you just kind of do it without even like consciously thinking about it right yeah, it like it's it, it's 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 one of those things um so it's it's tough to identify like broader terms cuz outside of like genres and stuff like that like there's certainly some yeah. like subgenres that probably have you know yeah i mean i would you know, the, the I, I've i had to explain all sorts of stuff to game, GameStop parents. Um, you know, what is a sandbox game? What does open world mean? Like, what does MMO mean? Like, all of these sort of, you know, casual jargon that, like, if you play games at all, like, yeah, you know what, you know what MMORPG stands for um, without really having to think about it. Um, I think the, the stuff that I've had to, like, explain to parents the most were just like the ESRB ratings mm-hmm. and like why they yeah. are what, what they is are. What is mature? Man. Yeah. What does teen mean? I, I will tell you. So one, one, one thing that especially parents at GameStop, not to get off on too far on the tangent, the, the, the emergence of like shared world games was mm-hmm. kind of a tough, a tough hurdle for them to overcome. And especially when you are playing stuff like Minecraft and things of that nature that their kids actually get into kind of having to explain you know, what that means and here's stuff that you're paying for and, and, and kind of the introduction of DLC to the, to the, to the emergence. The Um, the whole sort of like free to start. mm -hmm. Or just free or free to play. Like what does free to play mean? Like, do I never have to pay for it? Like, you know, what, what is, what does this mean? Um, But yeah, if you ever do get into a game uh, on, on a, not even a high level, but just a enthusiast level, um, it's it's interesting when you first walk into, like like I said, an established community that people are just slinging terms around, um, that you just you just kind of along for the ride. And you're like, all right, like I'll I'll, ne- I'll never I'll never forget like the first time playing Destiny in a strike, and I was playing with randos um, online, and 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 uh, I, I the, one of the team one of my teammates is like, oh, I need a res, need a res, need a res. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Like, I had no idea what he was saying 
or what, what he was trying to do. And, and res and destiny means I need someone to revive me or resurrect me. Um, cause they're, cause they're down and it's, it's stuff you pick up as you, as you just kind of get immersed in it. So if you ever hear us using jargon that you understand, uh, let us know. And a bullet hell game to answer your question is a genre of game. That's kind of like a modern take up of like the side and vertical scrolling shoot 'em ups from back then where you have just shit flying at you from all, from all sides and very fast and you have to avoid and, and fire back and things like that. Um, it's kind of an evolutionary uh, version of games like Gradius and, and our type and things of that nature. Or at least that's how I, uh, that's how I look at them. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking Ikaruga and shit like that. Where it's just, just a bunch of particles on the screen. And if you touch one, you're dead. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those T- are parents. Tell, tell you what, if you want, if you want an introduction to bullet hell games, that's not at all. Um, like nervy and and, ra- and nerve wracking. Go play Undertale because there there's a yeah, bullet hell no, sub mechanic uh, in that game it, that you can use. So. Bu- uh, the sort of bullet hell inspired battle system. Um, I would not say Undertale is anywhere close. Oh to no, no 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 no! But 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 it's, but it's a but, it, but it's it, a shallow it, end of the pool version. It's definitely like baby's first <laughs> baby's first bullet hell. Um, I I used to play uh, the Toho games pretty seriously, and and those are bullet hell shooters and. Um, I mean, look, speaking of good music, Toho has incredible music. So if you just like, if you want to get a a good video game music experience and also experience what true bullet hell looks like, just look up Toho gameplay because that shit is wild. So Um, Gustavo's always wanting to know who's going to win when fights. (laughs) It's always Terrence. It's never going to not be Terrence. Sorry, Micah. Um, before, Anthony's ex- explanation, I think, really hits the nail on the head. Before uh, January 3rd, 2019, I would say it was Terrence. Afterwards, uh, nah, yo. Nah. <laughs> nah. I will fucking kill you. All I have to do is imagine. Like, uh, like, like he was talking about Michael Jordan, and all Michael Jordan had to do was just imagine... Like this, uh, this guy wished me a good game. Well, fuck him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna score double, triple on him in the first half. Right? That's all I need to do. I need to just imagine that you are gonna harm my son, and then I'm gonna fucking kill you. I mean, and it's not gonna be like some bitch ass, like you know, I'm gonna shoot you from a gun with a gun from all the way over there. Nope. I'm a, I'm gonna wrap my hands around your throat, and I'm just gonna squeeze. It'll be the most intimate kill that you will ever experience, and that will be it. We'll end it with John, and this is, uh, I guess, as good a way as we can end, because we're going to take a silly question and spin it off into a more serious area. He says, in the in the revolution, amongst others, uh, one side has Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, and Jackson Riker. Gary, I know you have no idea who Jackson Riker is, um, but he's a Jesus. shitty wrestler. And uh, the other side is Kevin Nash, Mustafa Ali, and Randy Orton? And here's and well and, he, and here's why so here's why that we're ending with this and why this is important. A couple of years ago, when the Ferguson Randy Orton is, is a is a native of St. Louis, Missouri, and a couple of years ago, um, when the uh, when the Ferguson protests were happening, uh, Randy Orton was very much your generic shitty white all lives matter dude. Like that that's who he fucking was. He yelled at people on Twitter about this shit. Um, and, and people expected it from Randy Orton because that's kind of – Randy Orton, especially in the past, used to be kind of a douchebag. Well, 
I guess uh, I guess family life, I guess having kids has mellowed out Randy Orton a little bit. And also time and space. And it seems as if Randy Orton has taken uh, the time to actually listen uh, to the black voices around him uh, in, in the WWE. Because now Randy Orton is a Black Lives Matter believer. And when, some, and when he tweeted out Black Lives Matter, some random fan told him to stop spreading hate and segregation. And... Randy Orton said this, and a lot of people have been retweeting it, and it's a pretty concise way to do it. All lives do matter, but the point I was trying to make is that I finally I finally realized that until black lives matters, they can't. And like I mean, that is it's literally, fucking simple. It that's literally the uh, Okay. I mean, uh, even even Randy Orton guys. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton gets it. Like fucking a woke KO out of nowhere. Like Randy <laughs> fucking Orton gets it, dude. Like, and that is the definition. And that's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. That's it. That's it. Use common sense. People don't know why they say all lives matter. They don't know why they say it. They say it at, at it's Pavlovian because they know that people who say black lives matter don't want to hear that shit. If black, if people that say black lives matter, uh, didn't want to hear Gribble Fritz, you would see hashtag Gribble Fritz because because that because that's all these people know what to do. Like this this the 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 fucking uh MAGA Hawkeye was shouting all lives matter as he was drawing a bow and arrow to shoot a person. What happened to all lives matter? Right, all all lives you matter except for these people that I'm dude. about to try to fucking draw a hunting bow down on. Yo, you're mm-hmm. so fucking dumb, dude. Like it really like I, I'm just fucking too through with this shit. I really am, man. I, I yo, it's so fucking annoying. And and yo, I just it it's it's incredibly frustrating. And I just I, people just want to be heard, man. And look, I'm not. I haven't. I have. I have. I have lived a very blessed, dare I say, privileged life. I have nothing outside of a couple speeding tickets. I don't have uh, uh, bad altercations with police. Uh, But that doesn't mean that just because I haven't had what Terrence has experienced, that doesn't mean that I don't believe the shit fucking happens. It does. It also doesn't believe, doesn't make you believe that it still couldn't happen to you the next time. Right. Like, the fuck like and 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 for people to and i've i've tried man i've really tried i've really tried to be like you know oh terrence you shouldn't say that you hate white people man and well you know Dude, I've i said, hate white people and I've i am said, a white people i've said not all i said i've said that you know i've rationalized it to myself right well not all cops are bad right you gotta you can't paint with a broad brush because that's what racists do they paint with broad brushes and shit but like this week, like seeing all this shit on TV, like j- just seeing all these fucking GED graduates in, in, in cop uniforms, because that's all it takes to be a cop. Like you, you don't have to be a Mensa student. You don't have to be any kind of bright. You can have a fucking a low two digit IQ and be a fucking cop. Like it's seeing this shit. It just pisses me off. And now I got to, and now I got to, uh, yo, I just, 
I, I can't, man. I can't. And for grown-ass men and grown-ass women to, to feign ignorance like this, to pretend to not know, well, well, to, to play this bullshit semantics game, like, how dare you? Like, get the fuck out of here, man. I, this shit is just fucking, it gets on my goddamn nerves. And I'm really fucking sick of it. And I really didn't, like, I, I didn't want to have to fucking do this shit today, but it just, it's been, it's been sitting here. It's been sitting here, and I, it, everything that's happening at the same goddamn time, and it's, 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 it's triggering me. It, it is. And I, get, I, used to, I used to make fun of people who were like, well, what, what you mean you got to take a mental health day? Suck it up and go to work. I get it. I fucking get it. And it just, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's Dense Pixels, everybody. There's a video game podcast. No, I mean, look. No, look, it's, it's, it is, it is exhausting. Like, I, I, as a white person, I obviously, I, I will, I don't know, and I will never know what it is like to, to face certain types of, of violence, uh, or much less racism, uh, in, in this world. All, all I know is, um, Fuck cops, man. Like I am I've been done with cops for for a few years now because uh it's uh and I, I was tweeting about this earlier today. Uh fr- friend of mine, uh my my buddy Chris Clapp, uh who I played in Towson University's marching band with and pep band, uh absolute joy to be around. Nicest fucking dude you would ever meet. Uh he he was over on election day in 2016. And I remember him like kind of having like a panic attack when the news came in that Trump had been elected because he was a large gay black man. And he said, you know, this, this is like, what is going to happen to me? And I remember like trying to console him. Um, and 10 months later he was killed by a cop, uh, for Jesus fucking Christ, man. For uh, the uh, alleged crime of shoplifting uh, like a $3 fucking bottle of laundry detergent. Oh, what the fuck? And, uh, mm-hmm. and it was pretty, pretty quickly swept aside. His family from down south, uh, not a particularly well-to-do family that could have possibly hired anyone to to try and fight it. Um, they basically just ruled that it had been justified because he tried to drive away or whatever. And, and that was that. So uh, all cops are bastards. And uh, I, am, I am sick of seeing my black friends be harassed and, and be fucking killed by the police in this country. Sick of it. I've been sick of it. Well, and, and to, to kind of put a bow on it, to all of... So, I mean, look, here's the thing. The last four years, for, for, for me personally, been fine. I'm, my, my socioeconomic class and, and the color of my skin and my gender and my, and my sexual orientation have made it guaranteed that, like I said, I, I'm not immune from pitfalls, but society is not going to put them in my way. And there's prob- possibly a lot of you listening out there that are in the same boat that no matter who wins – this year in the, in the upcoming election, no matter what changes or doesn't change, your, your life, your day-to-day life is probably not going to be affected dramatically one way or the other. 
but you probably have friends and you probably have other family members possibly who will be and you owe it to them to fight for them. And it's not it's not enough just to – I've heard people say it. it's not just enough to – you know, not be racist. You have to be anti-racist. You have to. You have you, to be actively against yes. it. You cannot be quietly on the right. sidelines anymore because every moment that you are staying silent means that that is another moment that someone has faced race-related violence that you could have potentially done something about. Right. And right. and it, this, these fuckers are emboldened now. They are emboldened. Like this shit is just—they're they're not hiding it anymore. They're not hiding it anymore. They feel like they don't have to. You can't be you can't be that Asian officer standing next to next uh, 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 being a guard dog for fucking racism. You can't, yo. You can't. And and again, I, I said the same thing on Look For, and I'll say it again here. If if you have always hesitated to to say stuff because you were worried about how people, you know, in your family. Uh, friends that don't necessarily agree with you might perceive you or might uh, might come back at you. That time's over. You need you need to, people that need to hear uncomfortable truths need to hear those truths. And you, the people who are who don't have as much at stake need to take it upon themselves to fight just as hard or harder than the people that do. Because those are those are your friends, those are your family that you owe it to. Do everything you can, and that's it. Subscribe, do it all that shit. We're done. We'll see you. Thanks. Bye.